What's the state of breach notification globally? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Lucy Thompson. She's a privacy advocate and a senior engineer of global system security with CSC. Lucy, thank you so much for joining me today. Great. Good to be here. Lucy, just to give our audience a bit of context, why don't you tell them what you're working on today and some of your other roles outside of CSC? Well, in a, I work in CSC in the Global Security Group, and I've been monitoring data breaches and um, working on a continuous monitoring strategy to try to develop ways to strengthen security for corporate and government clients. And then I'm also chair-elect of the American Bar Association section of science and technology law, which is the part of the ABA that focuses on science and technology law. And last year, um, the ABA published a book that I put together called Data Breach and Encryption Handbook. Well, Lucy, it seems not so many months ago we were having a major breach almost every week. It felt like every day at some point. When you look back on the incidents that we saw, RSA, Sony, what impact have you seen from these incidents on breach legislation? Well, these breaches are very significant, and I surveyed the breaches over the last five years for the Data Breach and Encryption Handbook, and there we saw breaches of retail organizations, and the, the um, hackers who perpetrated those breaches were um, prosecuted, and some of them are now in jail. So now a new group of hackers uh, seem to be attacking um, companies looking for sensitive data to steal. So in the arena of legislation, um, particularly in the U.S. Congress, there seems to be uh, renewed interest in focusing on security and trying to develop security requirements that would be imposed on companies in addition to just including data breach notification. Well, Lucy, I want to come back and talk with you about the U.S., but I want to look globally first. What are some of the global breach legislation trends that you're starting to see? The um, European Commission has a, a 2009 amendment to its 2002 data protection statute, and that focuses on data breaches, breach notification in particular. And then there are a broad range of country laws around the world that in some cases do require data breach notification. In the Data Breach and Encryption Handbook, we actually did a country-by-country country survey of those laws, but they tend to be very similar in focus. Um, they define what is sensitive data, and then a number of the countries have particular requirements for privacy protection, some of which are stricter than what we find in the U.S., and then they have notification requirements either by a data commissioner or um, notification of a company to the data subjects that are affected by a breach. And th those tend to be... Um, similar to what the states have enacted in the United States. Well, let's talk about the U.S. I know that California recently revised its law. What are the trends that you have seen this year inside the United States? 
Well, as you know, 47 states in the U.S. have data breach notification statutes, and several of those states, including Nevada, Massachusetts, Texas, California, have taken steps to make their statutes stronger. So they focus on additional requirements, either to um, enhance the notification requirements in the in the case of, for example, healthcare um, data, or to try to impose some more specific security requirements on companies. Texas is a good example. Texas has a statute that focuses on um, healthcare and has expanded the entities that are covered by the statute and also expanded the, the number of individuals to include individuals outside of Texas to be covered. Lucy, just a couple of quick follow-up questions. One, you mentioned some of the tougher breach notification laws in the U.S. Have you seen any of these really tested so far? I haven't um, looked carefully at what Massachusetts is doing. I've seen on the federal side um, enforcement by the Office for Civil Rights, which enforces the federal data breach notification act in high tech. Um, so th there's four cases that have resulted in fairly strict um, enforcement and severe fines for companies that were involved. The other quick follow-up I have for you, you mentioned that there are 47 U.S. states that do have breach notification laws. At this point, what's the excuse for the three states that don't? I don't know. Um, I can't answer that question, but it's certainly a, a nationwide trend. The company, the country is pretty well covered, but unfortunately the people in those three states are left out. Now we've talked about global trends and, and trends in the U.S. Where do you see these different types of notification laws in conflict with one another, and what needs to be done to resolve some of these conflicts so there's what, what they say in Europe and Asia would be harmony or harmonization of the laws? Right. Well, there are different requirements, and that's particularly evident in the area of encryption standards. Most of the statutes have what we refer to informally as an encryption safe harbor, which would allow a company not to notify individuals whose information may have been involved in a breach if the information was encrypted. And there are about six or seven different standards that states use. So global businesses have to sort through all those inconsistencies and ambiguities and figure out how to address this. And I've been advising them to follow the strictest standard and then they'll be safe. Or in terms of notification, there's some variations in how you notify individuals. So if they follow the strictest states, then the companies should be fine in their compliance um, approaches. When you look internationally, what do you see as some of the stricter global laws? Well, the, internationally, the European Union has strict privacy standards, but they're all basically aimed at requiring companies to encrypt data appropriately and have appropriate security. There's a whole variety of um, European laws, so it's hard to generalize, but 
the basic theme is what we've already mentioned, which is that companies need to secure their personal data to prevent data breaches. So looking ahead to 2012, Lucy, in your opinion, what needs to happen to make breach legislation more effective, not just in the U.S., but globally? Well, there are a number of statutes that have been proposed in the U.S. Congress, and some of them have good provisions that require specific security protections to be adopted by companies. And I personally believe that that is the way to go because rather than having expensive breach notification requirements, which really address a broken system, I think the legislation should focus on ensuring that the security is appropriate and adequate so that there won't be any breaches. Well, it sounds like the best advice you can offer then is no matter what legislation might be coming out of whatever body, organizations really can take control of this by ensuring that that they secure data and they're following, as you say, the, the toughest encryption standards prescribed. Absolutely. I was at the RSA conference in London last week, and everyone was talking about the need to really ramp it up when it comes to security, that um, the adversaries are becoming stronger and more sophisticated, but the technology is there to, to for companies to have very good security, and that's what they need to work on. So don't wait for new legislation. Take advantage of new technology. Absolutely, right now. And the emphasis at RSA was to focus on the basics and prioritize so that all the very obvious ways to protect data are addressed. And this is something that can be done very systematically by companies, and most breaches can be prevented. Very good, Lucy. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today. Thanks so much for talking to me. We've been talking about breach notification legislation. I've been talking with Lucy Thompson. She's a senior senior engineer of global systems security and a privacy advocate with CSC. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.